What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to Wrestling Crossroads for our WrestleMania Backlash recap. I am one half of your dynamic duo, Pyro, with my little sister, Twisted. Heyo! Alright, first match on the show, opening up with an instant classic, Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Now, everyone in our crew made the right decision and picked Cody to come out victorious. And to no surprise, that's exactly what he did. These two put on an absolute clinic really in that did. ring. The storytelling was absolutely phenomenal. The back and forth was... Too pristine. It was, it was amazing. And even there were parts where, like you said, the storytelling... You know, Seth picked up on a lot of things that Cody was doing in their previous WrestleMania match. So maybe he went back and actually watched parts of that match to kind of get in Cody's head. And I mean, finisher after finisher, but, you know, it was it was Cody who came out on top. I think both men decided to be smart and just like players in the NFL, players in the NBA, they went back and watched some game tape to pick up on what mistakes they may have made and what mistakes their opponents are known to make. And it it definitely, it definitely did. showed. It definitely did, it, and it paid off for a, a good chunk of you know Seth Rollins in the match. But you know, both match really, both men really early in the match played a lot of defense. Never really got a lot of offense going. No, but it's you still couldn't get a look away from the screen. It was it was so good. Uh, exquisite match again. Congratulations to our winner, Mister Cody Rhodes. Picking up that win with a page out of uh, Seth Rollins' playbook, yes. Um, so jumping into the next match, we have Bobby Lashley who took on Omas. And again, to nobody's surprise, everybody picked Omas and he won. Now, beforehand, we were talking about the deciding factor of MVP and how he could play a really big role in this because of his deception and his mind games. Um. Yep, I, I stated it that that was the biggest reason I picked Omas. Um, MVP was definitely the X-Factor in this match, showed dividends, because his involvement helped the Nigerian Giant, which... As they are now calling him. I don't get why, but that's neither here nor there. Doesn't everybody have to be Nigerian now, the one they're big in our role? You know, I mean, we had Apollo Crews doing all that, now he's with Commander Seed, and he's with Nigerian, whatever the hell his name is, but still, I mean, now we got a Nigerian Giant, why don't we just all put them together and have a Nigerian little dance party? You know what? That might help uh, Apollo's and Commander's uh, career become relevant. Align them with MVP, and there you go. Anyway, Maybe he might actually have relevancy, as you were saying. But he, I don't he know. hasn't had that in about a year. Over. Know. Yeah. No, but no, no, Mania last year. He was relevant. IC champion. Uh, when they last, the time the uh, IC title was actually out of Mania. Great. Valid. Um. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, picking up the podcast. <laughs> exactly, picking up the win was Omos. Um, congratulations to him. Really excited to see how this story plays out. Moving on, you had another Mania rematch. This makes rematch three of four on the night. You have Styles taking on Edge once more. This time with Judgment Day partner Damian Priest Ben. 
from ringside. Now, myself and Twisted did pick Styles. We did. Everybody else picked Edge. Um, This match definitely had a lot of twist turns, tricks, and what interferences and involvements uh, with it. Um, Aside from that, though, there was a lot of, like, really good classic parts of the match. You got to see a lot of, like, you know, early edge from when he was in and even early styles you know you got to see that bulldog that he was talking about and he really did go after the shoulder the injured shoulder a lot edge didn't gain the nickname the ultimate opportunist for nothing okay i understand that however there was even a point in time during the match i don't know if you remember seeing it um but aj normally goes for his phenomenal forearm when he's looking to close out the match and however this one time he couldn't launch himself off the rope. So he literally had to go to the top rope to even try and do his phenomenal forearm. Getting to that. Um, and that is the all in part due to the shoulder injury caused by Edge and Priest. With Pri- Priest, however, did find himself out in the arena. He stood on the entrance ramp, technically not, not at ringside. So, you know. You and your loopholes. We're not talking about me right now. Oh, no. Damien Priest might have taken a, a page out of your book for that one. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. The student learned from a great teacher. Because Edge was definitely the master of loopholes and manipulation. Anyway. Is that where you learned yours from? Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but back on topic. Um, With that being said, it definitely provided a little bit of a distraction. We saw the interference of a Mr. Finn Balor. Too sweet. Let me hit it. Thank you. Closing up the match, though, um, Edge picked up the win from a little help from his newest recruit. Can I say it? Um, and again, getting back to the, hey, Styles only has one good arm. Can't really give himself the momentum to swing. This is where the new recruit comes in because he went uh, second turnbuckle to go launch over the, you know, the third over the top. Um, and the new recruit, and new recruit said, no. Can I say you, it? Your newest member of Judgment Day happens to be the love of Flash's and Panda's lives. The Nightmare Rhea Ripley. Has now aligned herself with Edge and Damien Priest. Judgment Day just got a little more brutal, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. And Rhea now getting rid of her um, blonde hair for some new jet black hair. Which I gotta say, did cause a funny moment in in the house. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Both Panda and um, Flash going gaga over their girl and her new look. Soon as something came out of Panda's mouth, Flash just whips his neck around. Back off. I get to go first. They were just continuously drooling over her until she was at that point, off the screen. Nothing else mattered to them at all. Yeah. You could have revealed the biggest secret of your life and they would have been like, huh? Yeah. Entirely. Um so again, congratulations to Edge on that victory, I can't wait to see how the rest of this uh, pans out, especially with uh, 
some more brutality being added to Vengeance Day. And Judgment Day. Judgment Day. I'm so sorry. I thought it was Vengeance Day for a minute. My bad. Judgment Day. Old pay-per-view. Yes. Probably one of my favorites. Wasn't he the one that was on the cover of it? He yes. was. Judgment Day. Nope, nope, nope. That was New Year's Revolution. Never mind. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was going to point out a fact about the, the, the Judgment Day, and then I remembered the fact that I want to point out was actually a different pay-per-view. Ah, uh, so we will skip that for now. Yes, we will. All right. Going on to the next one was Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship in an I Quit match. Now, as we had said before, the um, the stipulation of an I Quit match um, hasn't been used in WWE since in about 2020 um and even before then probably a lot more um but pyro and i did pick charlotte to be the ultimate one to come out of this why have her just kind of lose it it didn't make any sense however ronda rousey picked up the victory and and what a better way for the baddest mom on the planet to spend mother's day You you knew I was gonna use that line. You knew I was gonna use that line, and you went and did it on me. You ain't nothing. You know that. You ain't nothing, Twisted. How you gonna take the line? I sat here and rehearsed during the walkthrough, just to nah. You taking my jokes? I thought we was friends. You so friends? You. I am your sister. Exactly, which makes it even worse. Forget you. Thank you. You you took my moment. Oh, you had moments? I had a moment with that one. I had it I had it in the chamber, locked, loaded, ready to fire, and you took it away from me. You are rude. Says the man that cuts me off almost every time I'm speaking, but I'm the rude one. <laughs> Shut up, you've been doing that to me all cast. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> Because otherwise we're going to be here all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With your attitude, oh, yeah. You know what? You got the same attitude. Damn near birth from the same woman. Anyway, but yeah, congratulations to the baddest woman on the planet. The baddest mom on the planet. Certified badass. um, For picking up the win and delivering on her promise. To break Charlotte Flair's arm, wishing her a speedy recovery, cause nobody wants to see injuries. They just they suck. Yeah. Granted, Charlotte sh- shouldn't have you know given that sinister Happy Mother's Day line mid match. That's kind of what really ticked it. But aside from that instant classic, the build up to it, we both said was was not complete great. garbage. However. Instant classic, I believe, between the match two. definitely delivered more than the buildup. Yes. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Now we're gonna before I move into my next segment though, I have an issue with, with, with tonight's show. Not only was this a really small card. Yes. Something very small. some something you pointed out during the match. Mm-hmm. During entrances of this match. Yes. You were upset by the lack of titles defended or really represented on the show yes we only literally aside from the um bloodline coming in plus rk bro with their titles 
there was no titles on the line at all or represented really in this entirety. All we had was the one championship match. And as much as that ticks me off, the thing that ticks me off most is on a day like this, as special as this is, you know, it being Mother's Day, a great day, you want to rep, you you know, you kind of think you'd want to represent your women a little better and out of the entire show, six matches, how many matches did we have that featured our women? One. That's not okay with me. That does not sit right with me. Our next match being Corbin versus Madcap. Um, I'm the only one that picked uh, Corbin. Corbin to win. Um, anyway, Corbin got the win. Yada, yada, yada. Congratulations. Corbin did not get the win. Er, I'm sorry. Madcap You're right. did. Corbin walked home not as happy. Whatever. Um, uh, that match did tell its own little story in its own right. Definitely not what I was expecting. Yeah, no, kind of the But you the definitely ones... could have moved that match to the kickoff show considering the buildup was not great and not a lot of fans really were invested in that. You can tell that by watching the crowd reaction in the arena and us at home. Like, that was the only match that we didn't, you know, get deep into. Yeah. No. Um, you easily could have, you know, instead of waiting for Friday for the women's tag title match of Natalia and Shayna versus Naomi and Sasha, you could have given us the, given us that tonight. Even you could have an, even given us Becky Lynch and Asuka representing still two moms. You could have given us something on the kick. You could have given us the tag titles on the kickoff show. Just represent your women a little more on a day like this. Yeah, most definitely. But you know, if it were to happen on Father's Day, there wouldn't be a single women's match on the card. Not necessarily true because there ha- I've watched a lot of. I meant in nowadays in this in this more PG era. In the more of, you know, again, not necessarily pandemic era. Again, not necessarily true. There's been, you know, a couple years ago, Money in the Bank landed on Father's Day, and you got you got a bunch of women's matches. Your your women and your uh, men's matches were about right here, Um, about equal. But then again, I mean, granted, it is easier to do when most of your roster is men, but still not still don't sit right with me. but anyway, moving on to the next topic. Um, so closing out the show, we had the bloodline consisting of Jay and Jimmy Uso, your SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and Roman Reigns, your, what is it, WWE Universal Champion. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion. I don't need that one. However, um, it was them taking on RK-Bro, your Raw Tag Team Champs, and Drew McIntyre in a six-man tag team match. Now, all of us but MKE and Pyro did cho- did choose RK-Bro to win. And, um, you know, I-, I can say it. We did take the loss on that one. I didn't think that, you know... I-, I thought that there were other plausible reasons as to why the Bloodline could have lost this. And I did say that in the prediction video of why they could have. However... I, I didn't see the tag at the very end, and I know that was something me and you had discussed, and that's why I was more mad about the way that it had ended, because you didn't see the tag. Granted, until they showed the replay, I didn't see the tag either, but it happened during that last um, Spanish fly um, with Riddle and one of the Usos. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to try to remember which twin was which at the moment. Um, un- un- unaware was, you know... the recipient of the spear to close out the match. Riddle 
Um, great match though. Yes, a lot absolutely of back and forth. great match. Beautiful. Oh, the table spot! The crowd had been chanting since the I Quit match. Ah, we want tables, and we finally got somebody put through a table. Thank you. However, it was the announced table, but still, it was a table nonetheless. Uh, somebody got put through a table, regardless, and that's what matters. Um, McAfee also made a reference to The Fiend that was not acknowledged. Smart move on Michael Cole's part. That might get him in... Because that might get Pat in trouble. We'll see. Um, but overall, really great match. Congratulations to the Bloodline. Um, for picking up that victory. Um, granted, again, like I said earlier, it wasn't necessarily the most needed match to make it a six-man tag match. Yeah, no, Like, like, you were building... Usos versus RK Bro, that's what the crowd was hyped for. You could have given us Roman Drew on a whole another night, separate build, separate I would have even been okay had that clo- that been a one on one match that closed out the show. Just as long as we got, you know, even just you know, you could have ripped up the contract still and not even made it a six like a six man tag match. You could have just left it at the two and two, and it still would have been a classic because I gotta, I gotta be honest. When the Usos are going up against somebody of like Randy stature, or even when they were constantly going against the New Day, they didn't put on a bad match. Facts. And I know you, like you just said, you can agree with me on that. They've, I've never really seen the Usos except for pretty early on in their careers ever put on a bad match, especially since turning heel. Oh my god! Yes. Um. So, guys, that is going to be us closing out the show tonight. Um, Pyro, any other words for tonight? Um, just one more, you know, happy Mother's Day to all those listening, um, to the women superstars in the WWE and representing wrestling all around the world. Um, the next time we come at you will be our prediction video later this month for AEW's Double or Nothing, which will take place May 29th so if you haven't decided to um buy it i suggest you buy that pay-per-view check it out great programming we'll be back with those uh prediction videos and a lot more fun um so just stay tuned yep we will see you guys may 29th uh for the predictions may 30th for our recap you guys have a good rest of your night we are out of here